calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Toddcast Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at toddhancock.ca. Thanks for uh, for jumping on the Toddcast uh, here in, of course, Vancouver, Canada. Um, wide receiver for the, the BC Lions. Yes, sir. How do you feel the season's been going so far? Like pretty solid, good, good year. Yeah, no, it's been it's been solid. It's been great. Uh, everyone's been obviously obviously healthy. Uh, tough last two games been tough. Uh, it's kind of started way too slow. Mm. But uh, overall, it's been it's been it's been great, man. We've been in the driver's seat, so it's been nice. Mm-hmm. And and when you have those slow starts, like you were just saying, uh, you know, to certain games or whatever, like what's said to kind of kick everybody in the ass a little bit. Yeah, uh we try to just find a way to get out of the hole. Uh pick each other up. Um just try to everyone kind of look around and see who's gonna make the play. You know what I mean? Instead of just making the play. Um yeah. but obviously we try to give ourselves some encouragement and just tell ourselves to wake up, man. It's we still got thirty minutes if it's a halftime, you know what I mean? It's a sixty minute game and everyone knows the CFL is it's never over till it's really over. So, oh, and a lot of things can happen in that time too. Like what you when you're talking like 20, 30 minutes, that's a ton of time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, we just try to figure it out, man. And obviously, we we don't like starting that way, and that's why we got we got to start coming out stronger. So it's gonna be obviously we got another opportunity this this Saturday that we're all excited about. So, yeah, we just gotta be more urgent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you when you think back to like as a little kid, what is one of your first football memories? Uh my first football memory. I, well, ones when I was going, I go back is when I uh, probably when I first got the ball in like a sweep. And yeah, my coach, I don't know if you know about little league. They kind of give you the ball, and they kind of just the coach is on the field with you, right? They kind of tell you, "Hey, I'm gonna give you the ball here. Go this way." And uh, I got the ball, and I kind of just kind of circled the defense. Just scored my first touchdown. That was pretty dope. <laughs> That's pretty cool to think back to those memories, eh? Absolutely. And just I now I'm going. I'm, I'm going to be uh, going home this this bye week, and hopefully I get to see some little league football. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, it must be yeah. to go back to watch that stuff. Like even <laughs> high school ball must be a, like a, a trip for you, right? Yeah, my uh, my nephew's he he's actually on varsity this year, so I'm definitely going go catch one of his games. Nice, nice. Uh, and and you've been playing pro ball for what close to ten years, like since uh, fifteen. Yes. And, and you signed with the with the Dallas Cowboys. Like if you're signing with a team, like like talk about what that was like for you at that time. Yeah, no, it was super exciting. Uh, especially being around my family, it was either it was it was a hit or miss. Either they liked the Cowboys or just completely hated them. Right, right. Uh, I was from Virginia. Washington D.C. was like it's like 30, 40 minutes away from me. So at the time, the Redskins, now the Washington Football Team, yeah, uh, Commander. Uh, there was a lot of people that was that was fans of them, and it was just. Like I didn't want to be or close to home, so I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to have the best opportunity for myself as far as what I was going to be signing. And uh, I mean, I think at that time that was just the best. That was just the best fit for me. And, and what what's this like going through the Wikipedia? And sometimes you're not even really sure, like when you're kind of researching, you know, these interviews. But like, talk about the the case of mistaken identity, and like this kind of got you kicked off the team, or they released you from the team in right. seventeen. And so it was somebody that had ripped off some, whatever, stolen something from a convenience store, and they thought it was you, but it's it wasn't you. Eventually, you all the charges and stuff were dropped. But was that the reason why you got released from the Cowboys? Yeah, that was. I mean, it's pretty bogus. That's crazy. Like yeah, to think yeah, and. But- and yet you still you're still playing pro ball like that could have derailed your whole career. Absolutely, yeah. No, it was it was obviously a, a terrible experience in the moment for me, uh, just because at the, especially at that time I didn't know what the allegations were, what the people like, what everyone was talking about. Because I know I wasn't shoplifting, so I was just trying to figure out and get my name cleared. And, uh, you know, I just wish I had the opportunity for them to just give me the time to clear my name. But they didn't. I mean, they didn't even have that that respect to do that. So mm. it was what it was there. But overall, I'm just glad that I was able to bounce back, you know, what I mean, still figure some figure it out for myself. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, like you see, you had the bounce back, you go to the Jets, you play with them for a season. And then it's up to the the CFL and playing with the Blue Bombers. So what 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 was the biggest difference that you noticed then moving from the NFL and, and coming to the CFL? What was the biggest difference you you noticed right away? Uh the field, how big it was. Mm. I, I, I realized when I was playing, I was a lot of my routes were short because I was with the waggle. I felt like I was running, had a ten yard route, but I felt like I already ran twenty yards. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> A lot of my routes got cut short, and uh, I just had to, I had to get better at that, figure that out because, like I said, that that whole waggle, you're back ten yards, you're waggling, that's ten yards. Then you got a ten yard route. I got to go another ten, but I just felt like I ran so much that I was always short on my depth. Uh, and then like the, the field was so much bigger. So like when I ran pump returns in the in the NFL, obviously the field's a lot smaller. When I got up here, when I got to Winnipeg and did it. It was oh, you got a lot more feel. You don't need to cut it up so soon. Mm. So I was figuring that out and learned it. But once I learned it, you know, what I mean, it, it slowed the game down. Interesting. How so? Well, I didn't. 
Because at first, it's just um, obviously it's just flying bullets out there when you're doing punt return or kick return or, or offensive, defense, whatever. Um, but once you know that you got more room, right, you don't got to rush everything. And that's what I felt like I was doing uh, my first year up here. I felt like I was rushing everything when I had plenty of time and I could I could be more patient. Oh. And, uh, yeah, once I once I got that and figured started figuring the game out, everything that was happening in front of me was slower. Mm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And then so the next season, of course, the CFL cancels in 2020. Right. And you become a free agent in 21. You sign with the Lions on the first day of 21. Um, what do you, what do you like about the Lions? Uh, so, I mean, everything's a great organization. Um, great management. Uh, I feel I feel like I'm at home. Uh, it's been it's been fun. I've been having, I got great teammates. Been around. Um, obviously, great connections and brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time when I came in 21, I what Mike Riley, and uh, yeah, Mike's been on this show. <laughs> He's yeah. such a good guy. Hey, I yeah. love that guy. And uh, as, as me and him kept talking, he would just get telling telling me everything that a receiver wants to hear from their quarterback, mm. right? And uh, I knew what his plans was as far as trying to give me the ball and, and and that such. So I was like, well, I know I'm trying to prove myself as a receiver. So and he's and he's trying to give me that opportunity. I'm gonna come over here, come over here and try that out then. Mm. And uh, obviously, it was very successful. It was, you know, a great year for myself. And, I mean, me and Mike was connecting on a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of routes. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice when you drive like that with somebody, huh? Yeah, man. And especially, I mean, obviously a very, a great leader. I mean, a Hall of Fame quarterback in the CFL. And yeah. guy was super smart, super talented. So, I mean, I was just trying to give myself the best opportunity with a good quarterback. And uh, at the time, that was Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and talk about a little bit about uh, prior to getting here and, and breaking your hand and like this is the, still the same year that you got into the CFL All-Star. But like, w- what's that like as a pro player breaking a hand like and, and, and coming back from something like that? Yeah, no, it was super frustrating. Cause I was I was having a great a great year. Uh, I was well on a pace to go over a thousand that year with wow. the short season. Uh then with the short season, I, I'm I end up missing, I think three or four games, and I finished with like nine nine thirty or nine yeah nine thirty two I believe, <laughs> and we only had a 14, 14 game season, uh, you know so it was super tough because I know that was that was one of my my goals that year, uh, like I said to prove myself as a receiver, mm. and to go over a thousand yards obviously to make a and make all star, but you know it was tough because like it was just an unfortunate hit. Right, it's just that's a, how you broke my hand. Just a hit. to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I was more excited about. I don't even care that my hand broke. I still held onto the ball. <laughs> right, so I still caught the ball, or whatever. But it was just super frustrating after the fact, and just trying to deal with that. And yeah. I was, I was working super hard to try to get back. So. Hmm. And yeah. and when when did you know that you were like good enough to go pro? Uh, well, it was always a dream. Uh, and my goals as 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 a young kid when I was in elementary school, we used to always write write down stuff. And it's it's pretty funny because I never really watched 
like NFL when I was younger. I just, oh. I just, I just was kind of good in little league football, and then I was when I kept growing up. I was, I was good, and I was faster than most kids. So I was always like, oh yeah, I want to go to NFL, but I didn't, I didn't watch football. So okay, when I was younger, yeah, yeah. All right, um, I've got a fan, uh, a few fan questions for you. Of course, when I said you were gonna come on the podcast, I got a bunch of people asking. So, uh, Mark wants to know: Is there a team or coach that Lucky would want to play for if given the chance? Uh, I don't. I love playing for Coach Rick. Yeah, Coach Campbell, man, he's a players' coach, man. Make sure that we uh that we're well rested, like we take care of our bodies, and I mean, he takes care of us. Right, so he, he can see and sense when we're as a team not feeling good or moving slower, whatever. He's he's big on on rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't really, I don't really know the other coaches besides yeah. him and Michael J. Right? Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> uh, I love this question. Brad wants to know: Have you ever been starstruck by a player? Uh, yeah. When I when I came up here. I thought like uh Bolivar Mitchell was like Tom Brady. Oh yeah. Okay. Like that was like the league's Tom Brady in my eyes. Him and him and Trevor Harris were like studs to me. Yeah. Yeah, like the numbers they were putting up at, at quarterback was super crazy. And I was uh yeah, and I was super excited to be around and play against them. Yeah. Uh, and Dave says, uh, "Hey, I saw him run the course at the Super Dogs at the PE. That was hilarious. No, no question attached. Just wanna... <laughs> that's pretty funny. How did they you get, they didn't, get they involved didn't, they didn't in that? Give me any warning about that either. They just, they just no say, hey, yeah, you're gonna be in the dog show. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be walking the dogs or doing tricks with the dogs. No, yeah. like, I'm no, running the course. I'm the dog. Yeah, yeah, you're running the course. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Greg says, uh, best player prank that he's been involved in." Uh, when I was in uh Dallas, I used to like take, I used to like take uh equipment or like gloves or cleats from like different players' lockers <laughs> yeah. and just kind of hide them. Nice. Before right, right before practice, so they so they on search mode. I asked the same uh question of Sean Sean White, and uh he'd mentioned something about. I can't remember the player's name. Fuck, I wish I remember it now. But he he, he goes, oh, yeah, somebody uh, took a bunch of the player's clothes, put them, like, soaked them, put them in the freezer, and apparently the guy, like, just lost his mind. Uh, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> that would that would, uh, that piss me off, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Like, imagine that. You come from your practice and your clothes are frozen in the freezer. You're like, like, what? Yeah. Uh, Chris wants to know, does Lucky still have his dog, Blitz? And did he ever pay money to get him back when he was stolen? What a, what a crazy story that is. Yeah. No, nah, I still got him. He's right here. And no, yeah. I didn't pay a dollar to get my dog back. What happened there? Like, what was that story? Yeah. Uh, from what I know, I don't know. I was I was out of town. But someone, I guess, apparently came into the crib uh, when I lived in Dallas. I had someone there watching, the, watching my spot. But they were, I guess, out at the time. Didn't lock the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, came into the house, stole like some clothes, jewelry, shoes, the dog, uh, and then um, 
Yeah, my boy had hit me like, hey, did you send someone to the house to come pick him up type of deal? And I'm like, no. Uh, skip past all that. It ended up coming like I it finally hit the media that the dog was stolen, trying to figure it out. But I had got hit up. Somebody had called me and was like, how much does the dog mean to you or how much is it worth to you? And So at one point I was going to pay and then it was just it was just back and forth phone tag with the games. And then someone hit me up on Instagram and was like, hey, I got the dog, but I, I didn't like I'm not the one that stole it. Like I didn't I didn't steal your dog type type of deal. Right. And uh, yeah, he ended up just making a video because he was uh, a rapper. I don't know. He makes music. <laughs> and um, he was just trying to get views. He was talking to me like, hey, I have the dog, but I'm like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get in no trouble and blah, blah. Dude. So when the video came out, I'm just like, bro, what was the point of the video? He was like, I was just trying to get views. I didn't know it was going to go that, like, I didn't know it was going to blow up like that. But no, I didn't pay anybody to get my dog back. Yeah, man. Like, you, you hear about those, and like, I've, I've got a dog. And if somebody took my dog and called me and was like, hey, man, you come get him and it's going to cost you this much money. I'd be like, I'll come get him and it's going to cost you more than more than money, man. Like, it ever, like, it ever crossed your mind of like, maybe I should just go tune this guy, and, you know? Like, that's, that's a crazy story. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Uh, all right. I, I've only got you for a few more minutes, but I want to plow through and kind of get to know you a little bit beyond football and, and of course, what we know you for. What are you binge watching lately? Uh, right now I've been watching SWAT. I'm actually kind of rewatching it. Yeah, great uh, on Netflix. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, Top Boy comes out with a new season on the September seventh. Okay, what's that about? Top Boy. Uh, it's some some kids I got there, and I want to say the UK or London. But uh, oh yeah, I think I've yeah, seen. They're it. like selling, yeah. like the main characters like selling drugs and these. Pretty much the boss, and he has other people doing it, and they it's just a big gang, I guess. And it's a nice little storyline. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, I just I just started it, but I ran right through it now. But I'm waiting for the next season to come out. It, yeah, it goes by fast. I'm, I've been right uh, lately watching the ever get into the boys, like the superheroes and all that. Yeah, it's like basically, it's like what if superhero superheroes that appeared to be good were actually evil behind the scenes it's fucking great dude if you've never heard yeah. so good boys with a z um what was the music like in the white house uh family as a kid growing up like what are your parents playing and stuff uh my mom was a she big on like mary j blige oh, yeah. yeah so that was her like go-to uh Myself, I really just had to listen to what she listened to. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, when I was when I was growing up, but now all I listen to really is Rod Wave. Oh, okay. He, all right. Yeah, he has a new album coming out on the fifteenth of September. If you want to okay. listen. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's great, man. What what else do you get into? Uh, video games. I'm actually playing Fortnite right now. Oh, but then video I'm games. Gonna, yeah. Okay, yeah, man. I've been a video yeah. game guy my whole life, dude. Like the since the yeah. You know, Commodore sixty four and on, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just got back on. I just uh, plugged my stuff back in. But yeah, I'm, I've been playing that with my boys, and then I'm about to head out to to Burnaby. Actually, I'm about to go get some treatment on my body. So oh, yeah. hmm. 
And what's that like? That's where they leaves a bunch of like marks and shit all like what 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 does that do? Yeah, it's supposed to increase like some blood flow to the to the areas. Huh. And just I mean, I like it. It's satisfying the feeling. It doesn't hurt too much. Yeah. Um But I mean it's it's helping me stay on the field. So it's, I'm it's not nice gonna... to have that. It's nice to have that stuff, right? Like you know, yeah. mortals like myself, like we just go to the doctor and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, it's definitely helping me stay healthy. Uh, yeah. Keeping my body right, so yeah, I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, for sure, man. And if if not football, like, what are the other sports you like to play? Like, what do you like to watch with the boys? Uh, we watch. What do we watch? I mean, without football, uh. Probably track. We watched some of the some of the women's World Cup, mm. so that was pretty fun. We stole one of their uh, forgot what team was on, but we stole one of their celebrations already. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so the women's World Cup was pretty sweet. Uh, for the most part, I don't really watch sports a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I rather I rather watch SWAT. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally right. right SWAT, gonna... Law and Order, or something. Yeah, those are great, man. All right, I'm going to respect your time here. Like, actually, before I get to the last question, um, what was your first concert that you went to? Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent, nice man. How old were you? Came out with, yeah, I was probably like twelve, maybe. And that would have been like the Get Rich or Die Trying, or what? Yeah, was that? that's when he was all about his G unit and yeah. wearing his vest, and yeah. Yeah. That was super fun. Cause my mom was a big, yeah, my mom was a big super uh, Fifty Cent fan, and uh, I thought his music was great as well. So yeah, she, yeah, took, she took most of us out there, and we had a great time. Yeah, I mean that must have been a mind blower for a kid that age. Like it's pretty young. Yeah, no. <laughs> what do you see like you, after the movies and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you specifically remember from that night? Like, what still stands out? I remember him like coming out of. Like coming out from the back with his with his with his uh with his vest, his G unit vest, like the bulletproof vest, yeah. and like yeah. not G being unit. not being yeah. yeah not being in my seat at the right time, but we kind of heard him, but then you could see the big screen, so we all like kind of just jetted back to the seats just to get just to <laughs> see. That's awesome, love it, man. All right, uh, last one. It's not really a question; it's more of a story. T share a near death story with us where you're like, holy shit, I could have just died there. Uh, I was riding my like a little pocket bike, a little pocket rocket. It was like a like those little uh motor scooters. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a it was like a, it was like a mini chopper. Yeah. And um yeah, I was I'm driving through the neighborhood. And I come up to like a stop sign and I look both I look both ways. <laughs> I promise I look both ways. And like I kind of did a rolling stop. So I didn't really California special, that's what that's called. Yeah. 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 So I kinda yeah, I kinda well, look to it. Left to right. I'm I'm hitting it and then I let go of the gas. I'm still going. And uh there's no one there. So when I hit it again, I'm turning left, it's smacked by a car. Tear my little Tears my little chopper up. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, I have my helmet on. Holy and, shit. Uh, How old are you for this? Uh, I was probably like... I was probably like 13, maybe. 13, wow. 14. Yeah. I got back. I mean, I got back up. 
and uh yeah, got on my got on my got back on my chopper, broke my mirror. <laughs> so I was, I was upset about that because I didn't have insurance. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, I could have been bad. Yeah, no, bad. but yeah, the mailman came up to me. He was like, "Hey, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, I'm fine. Look at look at my chopper." Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. The bike's <laughs> not though. <laughs> awesome. Hey man, thank you again for uh, for doing this with us today. Uh, on Twitter, you're at Luck Too Fast. That's the number two and fast with two T's and then it's yeah. luck too fast, the number two and just regular fast uh on on Instagram. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else? No, sir. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, I guess we'll see you online. We'll see you on the field. Uh good luck with the rest of the season and go lions. Follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Find us at Toddcast Podcast. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.